All right, y'all. So today's episode for the 21 Minutes or Less podcast is going to be about um, the injustice towards Black people, Black Lives Matter, um, just basically a whole bunch of Blackness and bringing awareness to all the things that are going on in the world right now. Um, So just to start off, I know right now has been very, very emotional and stressful for me. I will honestly say this has been more stressful than the COVID pandemic. Just seeing all of this um, injustice coming to light. I'm very thankful that I live in an era of having social media to show the injustice versus back in the 60s and 50s when they were literally getting done wrong every day and nobody knew. Well, nobody could report it or prove it and nobody really cared. So I'm one, I'm just thankful that I'm living in this era of social media to see the stuff and actually it's kind of like, it's almost shocking to where it's like, I can't believe it's still happening, but it's like not even. But um, I know for me, I didn't even watch the George Floyd video because I I literally couldn't. Like, I've been watching other videos that pop up as I scroll and I start crying. And it's like literally just emotionally just trying right now to be on social media. How have you ladies been doing throughout this whole craziness of the last week of protests and rioting and you know, just having to really speak up for all the black people. Well, um, me personally, I, I kind of, uh, I didn't watch the video either. Um, I just have, I just don't want to watch it. Um, but I kind of, I don't know. I'm like mixed emotions. Um, uh, I could try to stay to like try not to look at too much stuff and like all day and stuff because it's I mean it's hard not to because it's all over the place, but um it kind of hits home a bit more for me only because I had I have had a cousin get killed by the police, um in Chicago, um pretty much they claimed he had a gun but it was his cell phone and uh, shot at him nine times, um just based off of a call that his girlfriend made because he was you know, drinking and stuff, and she just made a call. She thought he was going to be, get domestic with her, and, um, you know, they came out, and he wound up running because he was scared, and they wound up shooting him nine times just because they thought he had a gun when it was a cell phone, Um, and it was caught on dash cam and everything, and, um, of course, the police officer is not in jail, um, was put on desk duty, nothing major, so my family has been still fighting for that, for a while so it's like kind of you know every time something like this happens it brings back up all the feelings I also had for my cousin and even the other people that have lost their lives you know to officers so it's just been me just trying to write and just get my mind just off of it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and not spending too many hours just scrolling 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 reading everything yeah well, me personally, I didn't watch the George Floyd video either. I just feel like certain things are too traumatic. <laughs> and um, I don't think it's good for our mental health. I mean, for us to be able to see this, it needs to be seen. But however, for me on a personal level, I know how emotional I am. And I just don't want 
that in my energy or spirit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because it's one thing to watch a movie and then you see stuff like this happen, and then but you know it's fake. But for you to see this type of stuff in real life, that's like a whole nother level. And those things just don't go away mentally overnight. I mean, especially if you have black men, black women in your family, you being a black person yourself, Mm -hmm. um, what you don't want is to go out to the world in fear. And I think that incites a lot of fear into us. And I just don't want that. (laughs) Um, How do y'all feel about the students that got pulled over? Um, and dragged out the car. Yes, and I know the officers were charged. I think it was like a six Atlanta police officers, but you know, with me being a college student and you being in graduate school, like they could have, they could have easily been one of us. Right. Like, how do y'all feel about that? I definitely feel like, like you said, it it makes us fearful when we do see stuff like that because it's like I could literally just be driving and get pulled out my car. I feel like it was an infringement on our human rights. I feel like them even putting a military or National Guard presence in our cities that are, you know, honestly getting a little crazy right now. But I feel like that is all strategic to invoke fear in us. And it's scary. It's like I could literally be downtown peacefully processing and get a rubber bullet. I could get shot for real. I could get pepper sprayed. And even on the news, they've been reporting that, you know, new real news reporters, not just people, are saying they were peacefully protesting and still got shot or wow. still got um, tear gassed or uh, whatever they're doing, pepper spraying. Yeah. So it's just kind of sad. It's like, I'm just, again, really thankful that we have these people in the field now that's actually recording what's going on. These people were, you know, they actually giving us the real, the real tea of... You know, of course, the media going to say, oh, people were being violent or people were getting rowdy. But it's like, no, it's real news reporters saying nothing was going on. So I feel like it's just it's just uh, uh, inciting fear in us. And honestly, it's working for me because I know I've been staying at home a lot more um, from this than, again, the pandemic. So, yeah, it's a little scary. I'm, I Honestly, it is scary. I'm also like... I don't know, like, I'm very, I've been, like I said, writing a lot, reading a lot, so I'm not, I won't say, like, I'm so scared to not go out or, like, not, you know, do my regular, but it is scary to think, okay, my husband could go out at any time and, you know, get pulled over and who knows what happened, Um and he's very outspoken, like, he may seem quiet, but, like, he he's not gonna let you know, somebody just do anything to him. And that that's also scary because it's like, he's a man. Of course, he's not going to let no other man punk him. But at the same time, it's like, how do you tell? You know, it's like, I don't even know what type of advice or to, what to say to him as far as, hey, you know, be calm and stuff like that. And But that's almost like making him like, uh, you got to be less of a man or not be yourself because mm-hmm. you might get killed because of you just standing up for yourself like so it's it's really I don't know it's it's trying times and it's just weird times and um just everything is just like you don't know um so I just been really staying prayed up and just really writing and just reading positive stuff and then I'm also angry at my city Chicago a little bit because they've been wilding out like 
I was with it at first, but certain stuff when the black owned businesses start getting touched and stuff. Yeah. Um, especially my favorite place in Chicago is called Old Fashioned Donuts. <laughs> they said they mm. broke their windows and stuff. I'm like, come on now. That's been in the community since my before my mom was a you know a little girl. Like that's that's businesses that's been around you know supporting the community and all that type of stuff for years like before we were even thought of so that makes me angry when our people turn something into um let me just go still or let me just do this because everybody else is doing it let me go get me some shoes like that's that's another part that's actually making me uh really upset as well got you definitely um how do y'all feel about you know, um, having a gun or, you know, going to the shooting range, like preparing yourself for anything at this point, because anything can happen. Like, how do y'all feel about that? I'm a hundred percent for it. I feel like <laughs> this is the time to do that. Like, cause let's be honest, if he'll call the national guard, the military, whatever on us in the streets, it's only, a, and, and pulling us out of cars, it's only a matter of time before he tried to be like, well, you got to be in the house. Like, anybody who even on the street is liable to get shot or liable to get pepper spray or took into jail. So it's like, you got to be prepared because at the end of the day, we do have a right to bear arms. We do have those, you know, thank God the forefathers thought about that. And, like, it's kind of like this with the with the right came in for us. Like, if the government ever get crazy and try to just revolt against us, we need to be able to protect ourselves in our homes. So I'm with it. Um, I normally, I typically don't even like guns. Like normally, historically, like, I don't like going to the gun range. At the gun range, I'm going to go sit in the car. Like I don't like loud noises, none of that shit. So I just think it's interesting that it's like we have to almost get into a change of mindset. Like, no, we need the right to bear arms. We need to be able to protect ourselves. We don't know what's going to happen. So I'm with it. I'm with it as well. Like my obviously my husband already has his guns and stuff like that, but we had already been talking about me getting my own. This is something we've been supposed to do, but like it just never happened since he we're always together. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm good if I'm with you. But now it's to the point like, no, like you need something at least because you know, we never know what the situation going to be or what's going to happen. Uh, so I don't mind. I sh- I finally shot a gun for the first time on New Year's. And um, it was a different experience because I think also, like, just growing up in general, we are always taught that guns are so bad. Don't touch a gun. Of course, of course, even as a child, you know, if somebody has a gun in the household, you know, it's put up. It we We're kind of, like, taught to be so scared of guns. Mm -hmm. um instead of getting educated on them Mm -hmm. and so that's what we're trying to like change as far as in our household for our our daughter of course we don't let her hold her or anything like that but she knows her dad has a gun like she sees it on his hip she'll ask you know what is that we let her know what it is so I don't want to put that fear in her where it's to the point of she's so scared of it or like doesn't have any knowledge of how a gun works or anything but once she gets five six seven um, yeah, we'll start, you know, letting her, you know, look at more videos or, you know, cause it's girls down, especially down South It's little kids, those, uh, not just trying to make it about race, but them white kids are learning at five and six, seven years old, how to shoot a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they're not scared to use them. And that and why can't black people do that? We are always taught that a gun is so bad. Like, no, like, let's start them off young. And so that way they won't be scared or no have no knowledge about a gun when they get older. I definitely agree. I personally haven't shot a gun yet, <laughs> but I do plan on going to the shooting range real soon. Um, and I definitely have talked about this uh, with my brother. Um, he has, you know, his, um, my brother does, and then my younger brother, he does security. So um, that's definitely conversations that we're having in, in our household about bearing arms and being able to protect ourselves. Definitely. What do y'all think about just the way the president is handling the whole um, black injustice situation that's going on in America? I honestly don't pay attention to him no more. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, when somebody posts about him and say, I, I already know this man is an idiot. Like, this is no, like, this is not, what he does is not really surprising to me anymore, so mm-hmm. I really don't get in my feelings about him anymore, if that makes sense. At first, he used to make me so mad, I'd be like, and yeah, it's still irritating, but it's, that's him. So it's like, this is who y'all voted into office, this is who we have. Uh, it's Obviously, it's not much we could do as far as switch, you know, changing the president until, you know, it's time to vote again, but um, so I don't really get as worked up as I did at first about him because it's just like he's an idiot. So at this point, it's like nothing he says or the way he handles things is surprising anymore. Like it's just like we already know this about him. So um, that's just how I felt about him. I just hope he doesn't get reelected. <laughs> right. Um. At this point, I just feel like. You know, I know they say votes don't really matter. Votes don't really count. I mean, technically, it is correct because it's always up to the electoral college at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But we need to do something to get him out of office and quit. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I just feel like he's so tit for tat and like petty almost. It's like he put a tweet. He um, I don't know if y'all seen the tweet or heard about the tweet. But he put a tweet up that said, like, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, which is basically mm-hmm. suggesting violence against American people over property. So I feel like that was pretty insensitive. And so Twitter, they actually took a stand by putting a um a flag over the post. Like, they basically was like, this goes against our company's guidelines against violence. And so Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, he basically was like, Twitter was wrong for that. They shouldn't be censoring um, people, you know, this is America, we got free speech, all of that. Woo, woo, woo. So Trump decided to sign an executive order basically saying social media sites can't censor. So I just feel like he gets mad or, you know, gets offended at certain companies and then takes it out on the American people. So I feel like it's kind of almost like a dictatorship right now to the point where it's like everybody on shelves, nobody want to offend him or go against him because we just don't know what he's liable to do next. And it's, it's always interesting to me that material things and property mm-hmm. is more valuable than a human life. Because it's like you are trying to protect a building but you won't even protect the own citizens of your country. Like, right. make it make sense. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then I asked about her, and then he was like, well, since y'all messed everything up, like, y'all not going to get y'all stimulus checks because they was talking about a second round. So, again, I just feel like he's very petty, very um childish, like, oh, I'm going to take this away. It's almost like we on punishment. We got curfews right now. We can't do certain stuff. We got all these guidelines. Like, it don't really feel like America or free. So, it's just like, it's just a weird time period. Like, at this point, I understand we don't want to be consumed by the black media or whatever, but it's like, I don't know what else to talk about. I don't know what else to think about besides, like, damn, we damn near still slaves. Right. All of us. Like, it's so pressing, and it's like, think about it. The Civil Rights Movement was 60, 50, 60 years ago, mm-hmm. and nothing has changed. Yeah. Like, very little has like, changed. Just repeating itself. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, Sometimes I just feel a little powerless, but I feel better just even after talking to y'all about this, like, just keeping the conversation up, bringing more awareness, like, at this point, that's the best result, besides just being negative about it. Yeah. Like, how do y'all think the riots and people being so close together is going to have an impact on, like, COVID-19? It's going to re-spike it. I feel like it's inevitable they're telling all these people don't be in large crowds and then they're going in large crowds daily it's it's inevitable I, I'm iffy on that only because I already have my um I don't know theories about corona so it's like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get too much into like what I think about corona but Y'all see how they not really saying nothing about it, and I really haven't seen nobody posting their family members getting sick or um, anything like that, even though most people are posting about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and things of that nature and the riots and stuff, but why, where's all those people that were so sick and all that type of stuff? Not saying that people are not getting sick. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, but I feel like Corona was like a tactic. the numbers were inflated a little bit. Yes, I, they were. Like, mm-hmm. they even said it themselves that even people that were coming in that didn't have Corona, um, I mean, or dying from something else, they were saying it was from Corona. Um, so that's kind of my theory on this. So I really think they're either going to, since something else came up, they're going to probably, I think they're probably going to leave it on the back end since this is so much bigger than Corona. Uh, I don't think we're going to hear that that much more about it um as far as media wise now if people are really getting sick i understand that but i just have my theories on that anyway so that's just you know my thoughts on it right it's kind of like it's almost like a distraction in a sense right mm-hmm. like everything that's going on it's kind of like all right corona happened now the riots happening okay like at this point, what's next? Like, right, what's next? yeah. I just feel like they're somehow connected because ain't no way we just getting all ordered to wear a mask and then all this vandalism and rioting starts where people covering up their faces with masks. I feel like it's and somehow then, connected. Yeah, right for sure. we supposed to get another stimulus check, all these riots start breaking out. Exactly. <laughs> that's so what I'm saying. That's why I'm, like, that's why I'm like, I have on. my theories on stuff and I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I'm just like going with the flow, seeing what the news say, you know, because at this point, you yeah. just don't know. Like, you don't know what's going on. Ain't nobody said nothing about Corona. If Corona was as serious as, you know, as people were saying, why are y'all not saying, 
oh, Corona um, is spiking now because of this, like making us, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's nothing being said about Corona at all. So that was my thing. Like, so now y'all was so concerned and so this and that, and now y'all have nothing to say about it at all. Like, was it even that serious in the first place? And like right. I said, I'm not taking that away from the people who were sick and stuff like that. I, I believe there's, it was something out there, um, you know, that was worse than the flu. I believe people were getting sick. I'm not doubting that. But how y'all made it, y'all was already trying to put fear in us from the coronavirus. Now they're like, okay, they already scared because of the coronavirus. Let's add something else and just put them even further back. And more fear, yeah. And the one thing I, I appreciate about social media is now people can create their own narratives versus mm. just being fed with the news and the media outlets tell us exactly so yeah that's the positive side of social media right now okay well this has been a good dialogue thank y'all for this we're about to close out so make sure y'all follow us on social media at 21 minutes or less and make sure y'all type in 21 minutes or less podcast and youtube to check out our videos go follow our personal pages mine is keisha milana Mine is Riz Monet. And mine is Miss Butterfly 21. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.